Welcome to the Laugh House Beloved podcast. I'm Carolyn Thomas and I'm joined by Crystal Chick and Debbie Singh and we will just be wrapping up our series on maturity now that you're a big girl, Debbie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's the reason that we strive to become mature? Why do we... Well, the, both making the, me think I didn't give you this no, question. <laughs> you did. The quicker we mature, the more we can understand and the more useful we are for God and in our lives. Um, we're building our eternal home in God's kingdom. Yeah. I like that the more useful we are, that's a mm. good one, hey? Yeah. If you stay mature, you pretty could be a bit useless. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. More useful and well, you know, you the master about... can trust you. Yeah. He can trust you with responsibilities. He can trust you with the calling that he's given you. Yeah. yeah. Um because he can't trust you with it mm. until you mature. Yeah. Yep. Um well in Ephesians 4:11 to 13 we had that in previous podcast. Um but the end of that is to reach the stature of the fullness of Christ. Yep. So um there's there's that, you know, I, I want to reach that. I want to get there. I want to be more Christ-like. So that's why I want to be mature. That's awesome. And that's what I've got in a nutshell is the goal of our faith, isn't it, to become like Christ, like you say, attain to that full measure of the stature of Christ. So that's why we strive, yeah, we become like him. And as we become like him, everything else that goes with it will fall into place, won't it? Your kingdom yes. living, your ministry, your mission. All right, I've got a quote here from Ray Steadman, um, and I just want to read this, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. It says, as we examine the issues, sorry, the issue of Christ-like maturity, we should distinguish between two words which are frequently used today, spirituality and maturity. Though related, they are not the same thing. And uh, I've, um, from that I've said, as a Christian, you can be spiritual without initially being mature, but you can't be a mature Christian without being spiritual. So let's unpack that a little bit, girls. Well, my initial thoughts were that you kind of need to be spiritual or open to spirituality for Jesus to, well, for you to see Jesus and want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and you don't walk in mature. You're yep. not you're not That's born an exactly adult. Exactly right. Yep. You know, you need to grow. Yep. And um, so. That's that's you know the difference. You can be spiritual with you, you are spiritual without yep. being mature, yeah, and you exactly have to grow right. in that. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, I was looking at you know spirituality is a process of personal transformation, whereas maturity is a process of growth. So you know you can have that transformation. Yes, good. Um, and that might take a while to to have that full transformation, yep. but. From there, if you just, after you've transformed, if you don't do anything, if you're like a butterfly and you, you've come out of that cocoon and you just stay on that... Mm. that Crawling around like a... Yeah, you just stay on the ground and you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You need to have that growth where you, you're spreading your wings and you're using those muscles and you're yeah. actually taking off and flying. That's yeah. good. I like that analogy. Mm. Yeah, so I've got similar to both of you and probably to yours, Crystal. In your first or your early years of being a Christian, being spiritual means that you're open to the thing of things of God. You're growing and getting into the Word, but you're still a baby. You're just getting to know God. You're not mature yet. You're learning the Word. Um, you're learning just that you need to apply it and how to do that. So as you say, you're not mature straight up and, you know, you've got to learn all those things. But yeah. it's that willingness to to get to know it and to be involved with Him. And um, I've got another quote here um, from the same quote, uh, guy, that, the earlier one, Ray Steadman. 
Spirituality is a condition of openness to the Spirit of God as well as responsiveness to the will of God as it is made clear to us. In a person's early Christian life, he obviously does not understand a great deal about the will of God. Much of the revealed truth of the word is unknown to him at this early stage of his spiritual development. Even what he is able to read in the Bible is often mysterious and difficult to understand. He lacks maturity, yet a lack of maturity doesn't necessarily mean a lack of spirituality. Mm. So I think that's important, you know. Um, and then we have a responsibility as mature Christians or maturing Christians and as disciples, because really that's what we've got to do, to actually make sure we are helping the new Christians, mm. the baby Christians in yeah. these things because as you said, you're not born, you don't come into it mature yeah. and as we've said several times before, that's the whole difference between conversion and discipleship is, you know, yeah. that conversion is where people are just left as if suddenly they've accepted Christ, it's all sorted, they've arrived but meanwhile, that is only the starting point, and, and we as mature believers have got a responsibility to nurture them and see it through, just like you wouldn't leave a newborn baby on a step. But that's what happens, mm. and that's why they're wearing mm. nappies when they've been <clears throat> in the church yeah. for yeah. 50 years, you know. So we've got that responsibility as well. That falls on us um, as being mature, yeah. yeah. And if we look at the scripture um, in, in 1 John 2 verse 12, John writes, I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his sake. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. So what do you get out of that scripture, girls? Well, you've got, you know, your different levels almost. You know, you've got your basic knowledge and asking for forgiveness. So mm -hmm. that's your, you know. Mm -hmm. are forgiven. Um, the fathers have studied and seen and know God. Yep. Um, and the the um, the young men. Yeah, thank you. In they're they're in the action. They're yep. in the thick of it. They're yep. in that fight. You know, they're yeah. still. I mean, the, the fathers are doing that, but they yeah. have had their yeah. time and in the real thick of it and yeah. learning the training and the battle and yeah. all that kind of thing. But the young men are still learning that training and battle yeah that's yeah. good and I agree with everything you've said Debbie I've basically got the same that you see the progression and growth and that mm. scripture the comparison yeah. to the natural as well you know learning to crawl then walk whatever so little children you know that your sins are forgiven yeah. like you say they've got that early truth they realize that and you know they've got that excitement and oh my sins have been forgiven and been saved which we should always retain but that's yeah. just where they at and then the young men, they've learnt now how to stand yeah. and how to resist. And as you say, the fathers, they mature in their relationship yeah. with God. They know him intimately. I like the way it's been worded too. Like it, it, it hasn't actually shown the, the natural progression. It's yeah, shown, it's you know, where, where we come in and we, you know, we become these new baby Christians. Yeah. And then we see the people who have walked this amazing walk, you yeah, know, yeah, and that's good. fought this amazing fight. But... You know, like I like that that it says that and shows us the end, almost yes. not the end product, the, yeah. the, yeah. the, it the is. Yeah. towards the end product. Yes. You know, the mature, yeah. much more mature, because we we are going to have to go through this fight, and we yeah. are going to gonna have to go through this, you know, yeah, this growth, you know, in in between. Yeah. So we can we've got something to fix our eyes yes, on towards the good. end. So there's of a, where, what an we're encouragement. Look like. Yeah. 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 And I think what you're saying is important as well, That um, and I thought of this earlier and forgot to mention it, but where we are, we can see the end result, but we still have to go through the process for ourselves. And yeah. you know, I've talked before to girls about how I could say, well, here's this mountain, I have climbed it, 
um, I can show you where to put your hands and feet, put your hand here, mm. put your foot there, but you've yeah. still got to do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and I think that's maturity as well, realising you've got to still just go through and that's How often do we want to... We just want to be there known. at the top, yeah. 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 Well, even even so, like when coming into Christianity and you, that for me, that's the top of a hill in itself. I've been mm. on a long journey to get to the, to, to yeah. the cross yeah. mm. and um, and looking out to see, like, oh, look, there's another hill yeah. and there's another person standing on it, and but you have to go back down this side and, mm. you know, over some terrain and around a lake and yeah. over a hill and, you know, and then and then you get there. Get back up, but yeah. the person there can go, no, don't go that way. Yeah. No, you know, Come this way a little bit more. Left a bit, left a bit, you know. And that's maturity there, though, you in know? itself, having the capacity or the willingness to actually be taught that or yeah. to actually listen. Because when we're young, we can be oh, like, I think I know all over. And, and that is a sign of maturity as well, isn't it? To take correction or direction or whatever. And, yeah. and I loved what you said, coming back down again the hill. And that's where your perseverance comes in. Yes, you will get to that next mountain top, but you've got to persevere through when you've got to come down to get up. Yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. All right, so how do you grow? Um, you know, we've talked about before factors. We need to make sure that, you know, there are clearly factors that are going to enhance and encourage our growth. And we we are personally responsible to make sure those are present in our lives. And, you know, if they are, then growth, um, as you're applying the word, is going to occur naturally um, and it will be unforced. And, and I think that's important because... Um, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, we talk often about at Lifehouse, we're very familiar with the analogies of the cruise liner and mm-hmm. the, the battle carrier. And, um, you know, we talk about a lot of times Christians might be on a cruise liner for years and years, which is just that kind of serve me, you know, mentality. Yeah. And, and they're not actually walking in their own calling, which for them they need to be doing because they're going to account for that. But, um, you know, a lot of people then might, oh, well, I never learnt this or wasn't taught that. But we've got our own personal responsibility yeah, yeah, to take care yeah. of that. Yes, you know, people will be accountable for what they teach and what they don't teach, I guess, and that. But that's never an excuse for us personally. We have to make sure if you are not growing, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is your responsibility then to seek the Lord about what you have to do about that, whether it's move mm-hmm. off or whatever. Um I'm not just saying just hop around churches, but if you're definitely in a place where you're not being challenged, you're not growing, you're not getting fed properly, you have mm. a responsibility to, to put yourself into an environment where that's going to happen. Mm. And so I guess as well, for me, the biggest thing is the environment who yeah. you're surrounding yourself with as well. Um, are they challenging? You know, we talked about this with friends. Who are you surrounding yourself with people that are going to challenge you and push you to grow and champion you? Mm. And also, um, you know, getting getting that word, you know, where you might be sitting in in on your you know in your church and you're listening to this amazing word being given, and but you know the the pastor or the whoever's speaking says to you, you know, go and check that for yourself. Mm. Well, you need to go and do the soap that we've talked about. Mm. You know, the the scripture the observation the application and then the prayer yeah. you have to do that for yourself yeah. your pastor can't do that for yeah, you exactly and um and that's where getting into that word and getting into 
um, a relationship with Jesus and, mm. and a, you know, in that one-on-one personal thing with God that he can speak in and you, um, those things will grow mm. just mm. from that. And that's the difference as well, isn't it, between knowing about Christ and knowing him. If you're just sitting listening to messages or whatever, you're going to pick up information, you'll know about him. But if you're not, as you say, getting into that for yourself, you're not going to actually know him personally. Mm. You'll just yeah. know maybe about him. Yeah, it's important. Again, it's about that that application. You yeah. know, yeah. actually doing something yeah. with what you're getting taught and yeah. with what you, you know, I can't stress it enough. Really, yeah. you know, yeah. like if we're you're not going to grow unless you're actually moving. Yes, yes that's so good. you yeah. know, like it it would be like if you were just sit on the couch every day of your life. Yeah, you're not going to grow. You're yeah. not going to become stronger you're not going to get anywhere your muscles will actually what's the word atrophy atrophy and yeah disintegrate you know just become nothing so you know it's the same with our spiritual walk if we need to sit in those pews Mm. and sit in church every week week after week and be spoon-fed be spoon-fed be spoon-fed yeah. i mean you know some of the things that we get spoon-fed we might not like that mm. we we're getting fed but still mm. you know even even those ones if we're sitting there still just taking them yeah. all in and not actually walking out those doors yep. and picking yeah. up whatever tools that you've been yeah. given to go yeah. and use them mm. then we're not going to grow that's yeah. that's you know one of the major things you know so even you know, some people can say, you know, oh, but, you know, that was really good. So, you know, what are you going to do with that? How how can you do, how can you actually apply that yeah, after you yeah, walk out the door? Yeah. You know, some of the things that I was thinking, yeah, you know, by still having that constant communication with yeah. with God, you know, um, by journaling the way that you were talking about, um, you know, when you were saying in a, in a previous podcast that you know you used to journal and just write down all your prayers yeah, well we're well, doing yeah. that but then stop and actually listen yeah. and wait and just hear what you're going to get back from yeah. god yeah. um and if you're not sure how to do that you know definitely drop us a line and we yeah, can tell yeah. you but um and also um re- you know reading his word you know mm-hmm. so so not just you know so like you were saying crystal not just getting it and and you know, I know David and a lot of the speakers that we have, you too, Carolyn, go and check this out for yourself. Mm. Don't just rely on, on mm. what I've said. Mm. Or my opinion. Don't yeah. You, yeah. Know, I, I was talking to Carolyn a, a couple of weeks ago. I don't want someone else's opinion of the word. Mm. I want the word. Mm. Yeah. So That's it. Yeah. yeah, and we need to have that, not just what somebody thinks it should be or what they mm. think. Or their interpretation. Their, their light on it. Yeah, yeah. it should be. Um I, I have, I've got a bit of a funny story mm-hmm. to tell on that. You know, you should always check what what your pa- even your pastors tell you yeah. because we had a we a couple of years ago we um, had a night a couple of nights where we were having sailor nights and yeah. um, and one of these nights we had to look up the meanings to different um, praise words um, worship words sorry and. I had David in my group and and we he was showing us how to use the concordances and things like that and, and get these verses and things and um when it came to telling the other groups about what what we'd learned um I was I was the spokesperson and you know I was kind of 
getting help from David, you know, to, to tell things. And he, he popped in a few times and said, oh, this is what we learnt, da, 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 da. And I actually noticed that when he was saying one of the verses that, we, that we'd looked up, he'd mixed up a couple of the verses. And I was thinking to myself, from now on I'm going to check out what he <laughs> says because it might not be right. But, you know, even, you know it, was a, it was an innocent kind of thing. But, you know, you don't know whether you're getting mixed up mm. verses sometimes. I mean, at our church we... We we do have them up for us to read, but as yeah. well as you know, you will get the ones that drop in, and you know they're the ones that you need to write down and go. Okay, well I need to go yeah. back and look at that. And, and you see that, and, and that's the thing as well. Yeah. What you're saying is so true because when you stand before the Lord, and each of us will stand alone. Yeah, if we've done things wrong or mistaught or whatever, we will answer for that. But you will still answer for yourself. Yes, so yeah. you say you've got a responsibility to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's actually you're not going with oh, I'm just going to try and find fault in everything you say and criticise, and that's not what it's about. You know, and and we have the confidence as well to be able to say, go and check me out. If you don't agree, I'm happy to discuss it. Or you know, yeah. and and there will be times when yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's and good. That that's a really I like that point about you know it's it's up to us because you know I think about the times when you know I might say to my kids no tell me what's happened Mm. you know I want you to tell like recount what's happened in this situation you know and and they might say oh well such and such did this no no I want to know what you did no well such and such didn't do that well I want to know what you did yeah and you know I'm just picturing us standing in front of God God, and he's like and he's going okay so tell me yeah what have you done yeah to, to grow towards me, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're going, well, well, they didn't really teach me very well at this church, so yeah. I went over to this church, yeah. and they didn't re- really teach yeah. me very well there, yeah. and so, it, no, 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 what have you done? Yep. Well, you know, well, I, oh, I've just gone to this place and listened to this, and I've listened to this pod, no, no, but what have you done? Yes. You know, not what have exactly. you taken, you've done with you've my word, done. yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's so true, and that's what, yeah, mm. people mm. need to know, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, all right, and Paul says as well that, you know, um, these factors will lead to maturity, increasing in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point, isn't it? Maturity is to become Christ-like. The more you increase in the knowledge of the Son, you will get to know him and you will model yourself after him, which is yeah. the goal of everything. So how do we measure our maturity? Um, we've got here, um, I'm just even trying to wonder why. I, oh, okay, I know why. I've got the scripture thing. Why did I put that in Ephesians 4.14? <laughs> so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the cunning of men, by their craftiness and deceitful wiles. And that's, we talked about that, I think, Crystal, right in the first podcast. That is um, how you would measure maturity. You're no longer a child. You're not acting in those mm. those ways. And um, because childishness is a measure of immaturity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put some points here um, that we can look at. And again, that was what I got off Ray Steadman's article. It's, Ask yourself, am I moving away from childish attitudes? Mm-hmm. Am I forsaking infantile behavior? Am I still governed by childish reactions and outbursts, Debbie? Am I still having? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's that's one of the things that I, I put in there. You know, was how do I react with correction? Yeah. How do I react with others who are more mature? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that authority again. Yeah. Um, that's a good test, isn't it? Because we don't like to be corrected. <laughs> yeah. But even even how do I react with those who are more mature? I mean, we talked about relationships, you know, with friends yeah. who who might be more mature than us yeah. in the walk. You know, 
bit and I, and I actually wrote down here bitterness can creep in yeah. over others being selected to do things yeah. so I mean there's been times in my life when I've been older than others and like chronologically yeah, older yeah, yeah. and they've been younger and they've been selected to do something you know yep. great you yep. know and, and I think well why not why, me, why not me? you know yeah. like I've been yeah. in this church longer yeah. or I've yeah. been yeah. doing my walk longer and I'm older and you yeah. know why didn't I get chosen you know yeah. but yeah. I mean it and, and in the end it's something that obviously I'm not equipped for but God didn't want me to be doing yeah. so yeah. but that also know. goes towards um like you know being in a job Mm. And someone who's just started at the at the business gets at the, the same promotion. level as you gets the promotion <laughs> yeah. over you. Well, that's because of whatever reason that they're dealing. It's not nothing to do with you. It's yeah. just that they're doing something that caught the employer's eye. And and, and you know sometimes as well, God God allows it. He also does it to test your heart. Mm. You know, with David and Saul, um, we got it promised. You know, David already had Samuel anointing him and spoken over, spoken over and. And he had um, he had Saul, you know, where Saul was trying to kill him and stuff, and he had opportunity to kill Saul, yeah. and he didn't, you yeah. know, and he respected that God has put him there. His authority doesn't yeah. matter, and God was testing him in that, and you know, there's often as well, and that's a test for just what is your attitude going to be in this situation, and that's, yeah. that's a good point, yeah. Debbie. Yeah. Um, yeah, the childish Christian manifests himself by unfaithfulness and undependability. Yeah. Um, you know, and we talked before about maturity would be walking the fruit of the Spirit, which is faithfulness, it's dependability. You know, often you'll get people that will get excited about something, they'll start off and then they'll drop it. Yeah. And, you know, that's, um, you know, as I say, we've got a fantastic group at LifeHouse we've never had where so many people, you know, the majority of the congregation are actively involved and, and fully walking in their calling and their ministry. But, you know, sometimes you'll have... Um, you can have, we've had before in the past where someone will come with a great idea or whatever and, you know, because David is so releasing and, and we'll let them go with it or whatever and then when they get sick of it or the enthusiasm wears off or it's too much for them, they drop it and what actually ends up just putting more on our plate because now it's been started and we've got to, you know, carry on with it or whatever. So you need to yeah. be dependable, mm-hmm. hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone want to add to that or you? Well, it, it even goes um, to that whole volunteer you know you can't say you're going to rock up to something and then because you know most of our church runs on volunteer work yeah um you know we don't get paid to go to set up and the musicians don't get paid yeah. to play and you know the people who are up in the av the tireless people who are up in the yeah. av you know yeah. we have we have a small amount of musicians and av yeah. crew yeah they don't get paid to be there but they show up and they have that attitude of excellence. They yeah. have that. This is my work for God. Yeah, and this ministry. is how I'm going to do yeah. it. And and that just in itself, you know, inspires other people to do the mm. same. Mm. And you know how I see that whole volunteer thing because you know I've been in churches before where it's like, oh, well, we're doing God a favor, <sighs> and we're doing the pastor a favor and whatever. And you know, pastors can often spend all this time trying to motivate them externally you know it's all down to relationship with God isn't it and and the way I see it is you're going to each stand before God and you're going to have to give an account of how you've used your talents because you see the scriptures clear the one that didn't use it sent out and there was weeping and gnashing of teeth so to me it's like switch from the volunteer mentality to thank you God 
that we are actually have got um, pastors that release and actually allow us mm. to actually be able to exercise our ministries because we're going to have to stand and answer. So to, yeah. to have that mind sh- um, mindset shift of while I'm grateful for the opportunity to actually be able to exercise yeah. my gift because I'm going to answer for it. Yeah. And, you know, um, that doesn't always happen everywhere. I mean, we're used mm. to it, but yeah. a lot of places it doesn't happen. We, we were just discussing that the other night, weren't yeah, we? Just yeah. saying about how how good it, it feels to know that our children are going to grow up, that this is the norm, yeah, that yeah. they'll be preaching before we even yeah. thought that we would yeah, ever even... Yeah, yeah. Well, my you daughter know, has, anything. you know, my, yeah, yeah. my eight-year-old has preached, you know, it wasn't a full sermon or, you know, it was just something that God laid on her heart. She wrote it, she... Yeah did the whole preparation for it. She did all of that. And she brought it to me and said, Mommy, what do you think? And, you know, I was like, wow, coming from someone who doesn't like public speaking, my kid, who used to be very low in confidence, is now wanting to get up in front of all of these yeah. kids yeah. and and preach and, and tell her what God has laid on her heart, tell them what God has laid on her heart. Mm. And, um, yeah, we were talking about it in regards to, and specifically our children. Yeah. We want them to grow up to be way more confident than we are yeah. Yeah. because they're going to go into a, a, a world that's, you know, probably going to be worse than what Very we're in. Very dark, yeah, yeah. And, and someone even said, you know, like if we were to go to another church, our kids wouldn't have that opportunity. No. You probably, most of you wouldn't even well, have the it. opportunity. We wouldn't, we wouldn't as well. And people yeah. don't realise. I mean, obviously we take the pulpit very seriously, yeah. but we also have that releasing. And I mean, that mm. is the spirit that's over the whole church and, mm. and a lot of churches, yeah, you would not have mm. that opportunity to yeah. do it. So it is exciting. And yeah, like Maybe. you say, for our kids. And, and, and it's the same as you are excited. You want that for your kids. It's the same as David and I. We want to see all of you guys, you know, in your mm. full potential as well. And, so, and I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't yeah. it? That's yeah. the whole, yeah, so it's exciting. Yeah. All right. Um, another sign of childishness is to be undiscerning and naive. Um I don't. I think that's self-explanatory, yeah. is it? We just yeah. move on, and 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 then another sign of immaturity is that confident, arrogant certainty that I'm never going to fall or fail. I'll never forsake the Lord or be deceived. Um, I think that's what you know. The minute you think you'll never be deceived, you're probably already deceived. You know, yeah. just um, you know, because and and the word also tells us that we need to be alert because our enemy, you know, prowls around seeking. Uh, like a lion seeking whom he may divine so it's to have that as well just to to not be so cocky that you think that you're never going to fall but just to walk before the lord in humility i guess um the thing with that is you know um never say never yes and um, <laughs> I <haven't> I learned that. <laughs> and you know it, it goes to the whole you know you don't know what is coming up in your future you don't know what Yep. testing God is going to put in front of you. Yeah. Never know what growth period he's got for you. And so for me, you know, I said, I'm never I'm never public speaking. I'm never preaching. What are you doing right now? Um, you know, we're, we're just conversing, <laughs> the three of us. There is no world listening just to my Just because you world. can't see the public. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I will never... I'll Haven't never I got put, you down for a five-minute yeah. sermon later on as well? Yeah, 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 this is what I'm getting to. Um but when you know when Carolyn asked me to do the five minute preach, it was a, a point of no, I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm. And 
she was kind of like, oh, I'm confused by this. You want to do it or you don't want to do I it? I knew, I knew what it meant, <laughs> but yeah, it's just checking. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's. I'm, no, I'm uh, terrified, but I will. Yeah. Didn't help when you have friends at WN as well. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I hear your pain because I'm there myself <laughs> at a different level. But yes, if there's one thing that we've learned is that if you say never to God, yeah. You will do. Almost definitely. Like challenging him, right? You're challenging him. He's got a good sense of... I'm I'm just imagining him rubbing his hands together and going, here we go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and another mark of childishness is an unwilling to move on to lay hold of the life and power of God, which results in righteous behavior. So again, it's just really that unwillingness, like we talked about, Mm. to submit to the process, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you just want to stay in that initial phase as, phase as a baby because let's face it, sometimes it's nice, no responsibility. You get your poo changed for you, you know, you get your bottle stuck in your mouth or whatever. So sometimes people just want to, you know, are stuck there. Um, I'd just like to, I think we'll end off there. I just want to end off with a quote by Ray Steadman again and um, listen to this. I think it's really good. And, and your challenge is to identify who God has placed us alongside you to help you because we said before, you're not required to do this alone in fact it's stupid to try and do it alone you shouldn't um which is another thing the enemy would seek to do especially you know well not just women but you know to isolate you and so you're not alone there is help out there all right so this is what he says the other people in the body of christ are god's chosen instruments do not reject god's instruments he knows what you need better than you do you are where you are because that is where god wants you He put you with the Christians around you because they are the kind you need and you are the kind they need. They may be rather prickly and thorny and hard to live with and they may think of you in cactus-like terms as well. But they are what you need at the present time and you are what they need. So don't struggle with the place in which God has put you. Yes, there will be pain at times, but through the pain will come growth. As you go on, remember that day by day, hour by hour, moment by moment, the Spirit of God is working a miracle. And I just want to end by saying don't become discouraged by mistakes and by rebukes because that's just said God will put people there to help you and sometimes it will be rebukes. You know, children make mistakes and we've often got to tell them over and over again and teach them and and tell them where they're wrong. Um, And, you know, how, how does a child, how often do they fall when they're learning to walk? They fall again and again and they get bumps and bruises but they get up, you know. You've got to teach them things, so you've got to often say no to them and smack them, and you know. So just try and see it like that. Don't don't be afraid of mistakes and rebukes. So yeah. thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, we hope um, that you know uh, all the listeners have have got some good points out of mm-hmm. this and some wisdom. And you can check us out on www.lifehalfandhalf.net. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.